Hello, mate. How are you? How are you? Long time no see. Uh, yeah, that's true. How long has it been? Four days? Yeah, four days. That's yeah, quite long. I'm really glad it's over. Like you know that that pain is now eased. It feels like <laughs> a lifetime to me. yeah, likewise, mate. Likewise, just hearing your lovely voice again, just yeah, brings some joy to my heart. This is a podcast, we talk about running, we talk about other things too. So please come and join us, we hope you enjoy this. This is On The Bake Foot. That's great of Bart to sum up how we've all obviously been feeling. It's been a little while since the Donny Clark episode. Um, but before we get into that preview, I'd like us to, first of all, have a couple of reviews from our very first On The Bake Foot roaming reporters, beginning with a listener named Alex Fowler. Hey up Charlie lad, Alex Fowler here, um, Roman reporting episode one, apologies to everybody who's no idea who I am, I listen to the pod, often message old Charlie boy and say terrific compliments on a podcast and give him little bits of race results, so after I did uh, the Newlands Memorial Race up in Keswick, well near Keswick in the lakes, he suggested I uh, give a little review um, I watched Finley Wilde set off like I'd left the iron on and needed to get back to Scotland en route to snaffling all the uh, all the prizes uh, Finley kicked ass and won I think by near enough 9 minutes in 1 hour 30 and 50 seconds Nick Jackson former Preston Harriers legend and with a 19 page spread in the the episode of the Thor and it's just landed through my letterbox. Uh, Nick won um, the ladies race and was 10th overall in 1 hour 44. So it was a bloody good run that, Nick. Um, teenager with Altitude, the big boys race. Donny's, Donny Clark, Charlie Boy's life hero, uh, smashed it in 2 hours 44 to take the win. Um, with Sharon Taylor of Helm Hill. Sprinting in like she just come round a few laps of a local housing estate. Uh, state first lady in 12th overall in 3 hours 17. I think as well she smashed the win by 33 minutes of the next lady. Now apologies if I've looked at those results wrong. But if that's correct, that's epic. And I reckon both Nick and Sharon, um, assuming they're both doing Fairfield, are going to have bloody good runs. Um... I'm going to put my quid on Nick because we both used to run for Preston Areas and uh, we're both from Lancashire, so up the Red Rose. Um, uh, Mealy Clough is another race I'd like to share with everyone if you've never done it. Um, that's from Downham, which is a little beautiful little village on the north side of Pendle Hill in good old Lancashire. Ellis Bland has just come back from uh, a 100k race in America to just pip Rob up to take the win. And Jenny Bocock of Bingley was 36th overall. If you've never done that race, it's a cracking little epic. Um, leg it up and down style race. Um, in, so you definitely should do that one. All right. Good luck to everyone doing Fairfield. 
I should be doing it, but I've rolled my bloody ankle on a minuscule stone. So instead, I'll uh, get me get me flag out and cheer you all on. All the bloody best. Absolutely lovely stuff from Alex there. Um, sad to hear that he's rolled his ankle. Hope he makes a speedy recovery. And hope you all enjoyed that, because I'd certainly like to have him back on as a Roman reporter, as I would the next man. Next up, we have a lovely, crafted, I don't know what to call it, but it really is a journey on our way to the Yorkshire Three Peaks Fell Race with Daniel Howarth. The York Three Peaks Fell Race. It's a rape bastard. Up by Penny Gant at the crossing where the uh, the cobbled path goes right up onto the slabs towards the Ghent, Penny. Greg, you're about to be interviewed. So Greg, who are you here supporting? Matlock, the Matlock team. And who's in the Matlock team? <laughs> God. Don't forget anyone. <laughs> not forget anyone. You did London Marathon last weekend? Yeah. Not fancy three peaks instead? No. Why not? Just, um, so no, not gritty enough. Not gritty enough. Okay, you've heard it here first. So this is more gritty than in the marathon. Are you there? Are you here to support the race? Yeah. Who are you supporting? Well, quite a few people. How are you? I'm a coach at being the Harriers. So How are you? I've okay. done, done it a few times myself. I did it on race day once. I did it three times in 22 hours, me and another lad from there. Well, did the route three times? Yeah, we ran, we ran, we got up and ran it, then we ran the race, and then we ran it again. <laughs> 2009. How far was that? 69 miles? Yeah, no, no, Hardest part was running past beer tent when all our mates were in it after the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair play. Yeah, oh, nice one. Uh, no, it's one of my favourite days of the year. When I was 15 and I ran cross country at school, one of my mates' dads brought us up to watch it. The first time it was at Horton. Yeah, because it used to start at It used hilly. to start hilling. It was the first year it was hot, and one of our teachers, like a bloke called Alan Spence, was running it. I think he was in the top ten. Yeah. But from that day, all I wanted to do was run the three peaks. And I did it first time in 1984. Yeah. And uh, um, it was just, it's just a brilliant day. It was first for a Scottish chap. Then Sasha, then Finlay, then... Chris Holdsworth, another chap behind. Brennan coming through. Yeah. Go on, Dan. Come on, Brennan. Keep it relaxed. Go on, Dan. Relax, mate. And it's the sort of race where you can get uh, somebody who's you know, quite a, a good road runner, but yeah. you know, a good cross country runner. Yeah, that's yeah. A, bit, a bit of rough stuff, but might not be a fell special. Yeah. But they can give 
that can give a fell specialist a good race over this. And first woman coming through, Greg, what's her name? Scarlett Dale. Yeah. Uh, so she's looking like she got healthy. I can see Vic Wilkinson and Martha Tibbet just behind her. Um, so yeah, some good runners in the top three women. Cycling shoes on, running shoes, Scott Supertrack RC 2.0. Into the Pianias to where to? Uh, the Viaduct. Hopefully, catch them in time to use at the front, but I might miss the end of it. Right, just coming towards Riverhead Viaduct. Um, Somehow, the leaders have beaten me here. And I can... Straight to Hill in then. Finley Wilde was no, second. Who was first? Tom Roach. Tom Roach. Then 40 seconds behind Finley Wilde and Sasha together. And then there's a big gap. Big gap. And then there's Chris Holtworth. No, there's people before that. Your, your, your reporting is atrocious. <laughs> Well done! Left, 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 please go left. Finley Wild. Finley Wild and then Sasha Dan, together. Yeah. Then Dan Connolly in fourth, I think. Yes. Having a very good run. Probably two minutes back. Tom Adams. Come on, Tom! Whatever position Tom finishes in today will be the people's champion. Yes, but there's the Bolton. At least he's got. Not looking full of energy. Nah, he's looking. Looking the same colour as his vest. Yeah, I think yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's kind. He's no, he's got, he's got a smile, he's got a smile. He's also got his... Hey, he looks alright. Yeah. Right. Same as he did coming down Penning End, to be fair. Anyone want to summarise what's just happened in 30 seconds? Ben Moffat on the mark. Some people have ran past us. Get him there, eh? You've done it, though, haven't you? Coming off a. Coming up with so I fucking hell. Oh, really? I vomited. Fucking hell. Vomited? How come? I don't know. I don't know whether it's. Uh, mountain fuel gels or what, but. Did you eat a load of it? No, no, I've not. I've, I kept it steady from Pedigan to bottom of the wayside. Just going up there, just went fucking totally off the rails. And then I've been battling all the way. I got to Ireland with two minutes. Did you? Yeah, I was like, but I fucking finished. Yes, good luck. Yeah, I finished. Respect. There's a German guy. I've, yeah. I've, I've bought a German guy off of uh, the internet. Off top of Ingleberry. Oh, right. Yeah, he got lost. He said he was lost. Is that him on the floor there? I don't know. They look quite bad, don't they? It might be, yeah. It's, it's full. 
Yeah, you don't look that foot, man. I am. All right. I'm coming up with I don't know what happened. I just, I was just running and vomiting. Oh. I could have done with some Bondanzatron. Right about, yeah, I'll see. Go and get your breath out. Sarah Pritchard, Hillsborough and Rivalent running clock. Abby Pierce, Sheffield, Steel, Strudish, Ryder. Tweet, yeah, tweet. When you're mentally dying as well, it just makes you mentally... I think we, we just mentally checked out. <laughs> we were just shocking. We were shocking. <laughs> You've got to be arsed, otherwise... Really got to, and then I thought, what is the point? Keep your legs straight. Fantastic. Yeah. Bubble art. Didn't you say you hate bubble art? Yeah. yeah. We talked about it before. <laughs> no, I hate those really big bubble hats. Exactly like Which is, hang on, let's read the prize. Big bubble hats. <laughs> Did yeah. you know where you were? Someone said eight, someone said 11, yeah. someone said nine. I told you to Because we got back, our minibus dropped us off in four hours. And we were like, yeah, we got back in four hours. I finished about five minutes of shame. Oh, you got the bus of shame? What was the atmosphere like on it? Was it morose? Yeah, the bus was fun. It was fun. It was like VIP leather seat. Was everyone there? You were there with your clipper, having a great time. Just there with ice lollies. When we stopped, because I was in a bad mood, I was in, I was just like, why is this so bad? Yeah. And then as soon as you got the ice cream, we were like, this is great. Do you know what? what like, life is fun. Do what the hell you want. Do what you want. What about if I don't want to have fun? Joseph Dickin Holfield, Matlock Athletic Club. I'm absolutely done in. What's that? Probably God. Did you like all your family support? Yeah, it's lovely, thank you. Yeah. Nice to see you. It was nice to see you. I've heard so many times, you know, he's running here, he's running there, it's nice to actually see you. And it was quite good that there was a few places you could go and watch, I didn't realise you'd be able to Yeah, go no. cappuccino. What was your max heart rate? What was your average heart rate? Come on, give us a stat. Average heart rate, I don't know. Average heart rate, I reckon 156. Which is the worst bit? Alexandra Chetley, Carnethy Athletic Club. Yeah, I hope there wasn't any children. She came second. I hope there wasn't any children in earshot when I fell over. said some really naughty words. Sasha on beating Finley Wild. Oh yeah, how's your skiing been? You... Yeah, yeah. No. Was that mine? <laughs> he, he took he took the first few in. And I was like, oh, I see what we're doing. And I was just like, oh, I'm not trying, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well done at Burnham. And I was like, oh yeah, how's your skiing been? <laughs> when, when did you uh, drop it? The last last climb, he was he was dead. I thought I thought he'd get me on the steep bit, so I was like, oh, I may as well put in the gap. Did you descend hard off winds? Uh, yeah, we we had like a good little rhythm going, but it wasn't crazy. He was in VJ's, which I reckon was detrimental. I think he was maybe in a bit of pain, like just not having enough strength. But to be fair, maybe these are why I fell over. Yeah, I just like literally put my face on the ground. Where at? On top of uh, last uh, bro. Face looks alright. And, um, and like yeah, it, like instantly cramped, sore, so fucking badly. And then this like this um, spectator just came and like picked me up and sat me down and gave me some drink. It's quite sweet. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they, they thought I was probably retiring, so they were like, no, I'm they're like, they're like, oh, I'll go get the medic, and I was like, no, no, I'll be, I'll just be a minute. This guy from the checkpoint was sprinting towards me actually. So, yeah, I think I made it sound like a tour or something. Or something. Yeah. He's in second, then. Was that? He's in second. Yeah, yeah. 
and we were we were still a good bit behind Tom, but then he would have just put in so much after that. Yeah. Was he did he was he comfortable when he finished? Well, we were like four seconds behind him at that yeah. last yeah. crossing. Yeah, yeah. And then I swear at the top it was like three minutes. Wow, really? Yeah, it was crazy. from Ilkley Harriers. <laughs> Tom. Seemed to put a minute. <laughs> <laughs> was that fun? Yeah, that was good until the last yeah. top. I just you were like you were enjoying it. On the outside, maybe. Yeah. On the inside. What was going on internally? Oh. The beer throwing up. No, You're throwing up internally? Yeah. Shit. Have you done that before? Like, <laughs> oh, I do that quite well. I eat gels, I do that quite a lot. Like the, oh, yeah, <laughs> just thinking back to the gels in my Six gels. Yeah, you'll sleep well tonight. Apparently it was Cat Taylor. Is it? Cat Taylor was winning. Yeah, she's a. I'm getting more and more She came, went from fifth on the bottom of Wernside to first. Oh, really? Yeah, that explains it. Wernside was under. Spoken about, I think that's crazy. I mean, it's known as the widowmaker locally. It's such a such a wall. <laughs> and um, the path barely exists. Yeah, tell your mum that. We didn't find it until halfway up, actually. Harry Bolton <laughs> of Keswick. Perfect pace. Right. Yeah, I was almost like dizzy and um, just felt like I was gonna like ready to drop out on the first bar. Actually considering dropping out. Yeah, genuinely. Like, yeah. When, when I saw you, I was like, I smiled, but I wasn't smiling inside. Fifteen? Um, I think I was, I was eighteen, and I was eighteen for top of Penny Dent. Yeah. Lost about four or five places downhill. Yeah. And then just like slowly walked my way through. I don't think I got overtook again. Um, just overtook everyone. Yeah. I think I got like four or five people maybe on on the Inglebrook. No, just the time. And then on the top of Inglebrow, I was like cramping up and like having to lift my legs over rocks and stuff <laughs> on the top. Like a little puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was feeling really good and then all of a sudden it just turned around and then it like it just hit me on both hamstrings. hope you all agree that was a great work from Dan there brilliant editing I know it took him a lot of time it was really good hearing all the stories from the people at the race and it was great uh, hearing personally from Big Jeff from Matlock so big shout out to you hope you're not vomiting too much on your next fell race and there was also one more little story that uh, well first of all you should hear this really Oh my god. I just knocked my laptop off the side as it was the audio was mixing down and I broke my laptop. Disaster in the podcast making world. But it didn't stop him. He wanted me to get one more uh, bit on. Uh, it's just a great story. So we're tagging this on to the end. To repeat the Bob Graham and run the three peaks 38 times. First time I ran. I had no support, no food, no drink, and I bombed going up Wernside. The finish was at Hill Inn. 
and I lay down on the ground for between 20 and 30 minutes. Eventually I managed to get up and stagger on and suddenly two mountain rescue guys came running down with a sleeping bag. Have you seen a guy lying down on the grass who's been watching him? I said, oh, I think that was me. Are you all right? Well, I'm struggling. Oh, I've some nuts and raisins. Come on, we'll stay with you. And we got to the top and they radioed into control and said, he's going to jog down to the finish, which I did. The next time around was 1967. I got married to that lady there. And she came to support me. I provided drinks and a Mars bar and jelly babies at Hilling and, sorry, at Horton, I can't, it's rubbish, uh, at Head and so on, well, whatever. And she didn't realise then that she would do that again 48 times. <laughs> Running the race 42 times, Bill Wade, whose name has just been mentioned behind the trophy, was on the committee. And he said, David, he said, your next target is when you're 70, there are only five people running because a 70 year old. So, you know, aim that. Right, okay. So, when I was going to be 70, the race came up, and I was 69 and 364 days. <laughs> so, that meant I had to run it again the following year. I was the oldest finisher then, and again, the, the year after. And so, my daughter, who now lives in Colorado, decided, having been here 30 times to support her dad, said, oh, I think it should be a trophy for the oldest person to finish the race. So secretly, she arranged to have a trophy made and sent it to one of our running friends who lives in Burnley. He brought the trophy here, and I knew nothing about it. 2015, I've been oldest finisher twice. 2015, I came to the finish, and not knowing what was going on, Jill grabbed me by the hand, pulled me into here, and came up onto the stage to the microphone. What's going on? My brain tried to assess this. And she gave a speech explaining about the trophy. I won it that year. Um, really proud to receive it. So today it gives me great pleasure to present it to the oldest finisher, superb performance, Jim Maxfield. And after deciding I was a bit shy about being a uh, roaming podcast interviewer with some encouragement from Dan and Abby, I managed to track down the winner, Thomas Roach, after the race and get this nice little interview. We're here today with Thomas Roach, who has just won the Three Peaks Hell Race. How are you feeling in yourself right now, Tom? Uh, right now, I've just had a beer and I'm feeling much better than I was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but no, I'm feeling fine, actually. Um, it was not too bad. But uh, yeah, I've, I've very much enjoyed running around this beautiful part of the country. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, do you wreck it at all? No, not at all. No. I was constantly asking people directions and on the way asking everyone, is it that way, is it this way? So much so that when I crossed across the line they said, oh, you're the guy who's always asking directions. And I got a bit lost at one point. I did a, I think I did at least an extra kilometre or two. So yeah. Oh, nice one. 
yeah. you're living abroad at the minute, are you? Even? Uh, I've lived in Austria for the past 10 years. Good, good training for the free peaks out there then? Yeah. yeah. No, I love doing uh, hill running, do a bit of flat as well. But um, trail running is really my thing. Oh, brilliant. Mm -hmm. So will you be back to the free peaks? It'd be nice. <laughs> it's a difficult weekend because my daughter's got a birthday today. Oh, no. So oh, I can't hold you I up too long then. I can't change her birthday, but maybe if they change it down this race. No. We'll have a word, yeah? Yeah, we'll try to <laughs> if we can. No, I'd love to. Of course I'd love to. Um, as, yeah. It's actually the first time that I've been running in this part of the world, so. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I'd love to come back, yeah. And then um, we heard you had a pretty good CSNL last year. You were saying that you got a bit of stomach cramp, cramp to me just then. But uh, leg cramps. Leg cramps. Yeah, I was limping, limping over the line. Um, no, none of that today? No, no. <laughs> I, I had a little slip on the last descent and um, it almost triggered something, but I managed to get up and that was, yeah, problem. You paced it superbly because, I mean, you were first going up Penny Gatton. So mm -hmm. did you just feel good today and think, I've got this? Yeah, um, I mean, if you don't know the course, you do have to be a little bit careful. Um, but I do a lot of hill training, and I know my limits, as it were. Yeah. So I always, always like to run my pace. Uh, but at the same time, I knew I might get lost if I didn't follow people. So it was a bit of a risk running off the front. Yeah. But it paid off, so it worked out for me. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, uh, apparently at one time the last climb, but I felt like I was low on energy. So perhaps... I saved a little bit more for that. I could have got a bit more time, but yeah, in the end, it all worked out well. Oh, brilliant. I won't keep you too long if you're going to your daughter's birthday, but where might we see you next? Are you going to be back in England doing more races? Or are you going um, to be doing so the reason I Europe? actually came here was to qualify for the GB uh, World Championships, yeah. which are in Innsbruck, in my hometown. Lovely. So that's in the beginning of June. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm doing some Golden Trails this year. Amazing. So I'll be back in Sierra. Running in August, and we've got Dolomis, Italy, July, and Sikima. Yeah, yeah, always trail running. It's always packed. <laughs> and what took you to Innsbruck? You don't mind me asking. Uh, so I work at the university there. Oh, wicked. Um, yeah, research and teaching. Right. Biology, plant biology. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Well, you're de definitely an outdoorsman then, and you've you've had a really good day today. Yeah. I'll uh, just congratulate you and thank you for doing this for me as well. well. Thanks very much. <laughs> Pleasure. So there you have it. I think we better get on with the uh, Fairfield preview episode featuring none other than Bart Shaw. <laughs> Say again. <laughs> you had a good week, a bit of running this week? Have I had a good week? Yeah, I have actually. My legs felt a bit tired on um, on Monday after our Dudden wrecking weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I know nothing of the course, to be honest. What's that? I still know absolutely nothing of the course, to be honest. Are you gonna? Are you actually? Are you gonna race it? Or you my my my, it? my racing plans are up in the air at the minute, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's a good. That's a that's a question for further down the line, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I won't. I won't ask it again then. No, you won't. Um, ask any time. Yeah. And uh yeah, but no, we had a good a good weekend, didn't we? Um yeah. It's good got some got some good runs in. You got a good run in. I did. That was great, wasn't it? Got up to the old man. Yeah, um, your knee seemed to cope all right with it. Yeah, it did. I was glad I hiked back down. It was just starting to notice on the way down to Seathwaite Tarn. So I was quite pleased. Yeah. Made a sensible decision to uh just walk. 
you'd you'd have loved to have been like you honestly you'd have absolutely loved being a fly on the wall in the campsite with you know what did Steve say? Do you know what Steve Steve called this because uh we didn't know where you'd gone basically. We knew that you'd run the first bit with us. Yeah. And as far as we were so we've done a little run up over the last two hills on the Dudden fell race uh white pike is that right white pike and core that sounds and um and we got up white pike and you were going to go back down to the campsite and me and steve were going to carry on a bit and steve called it like as we were running along the road back into the campsite he says what are we going to do if charlie's not back <laughs> <laughs> so we'd already started thinking So I think, yeah, and then and then you weren't back, obviously, for like another hour, hour and a half. No. And in that in that time, <laughs> you know, the binoculars were out. We were both scanning the hillside, <laughs> trying to remember what you were wearing. We were thinking, right, okay, if he's come down, like, could he have fallen into the quarries? <laughs> <laughs> so this is like this is the amount of trust your your <laughs> mates have in you. <laughs> in yeah. terms of like yeah, your competence at getting off a hill in one piece but as it turned out we, we needed to worry you had a uh, a lovely run and uh it was just, you were just taking it easy with your knees so yeah yeah I guess so it's, it's one of those tricky ones isn't it because it was like yeah I left you on I think it was White Maiden White Maiden but And then I was going to head back and head down. And just as I was getting back towards where we where we turned right, I was like, oh, what a lovely... Is that, was that east or west? <laughs> I'd gone back north, actually, looking at the map. <laughs> <laughs> and then... cheating. Yeah. And then it was a lovely day. And I thought, oh, I recognise this bit of path. I think I was here. The first time I ever went to Coniston so I thought oh, I'll just go up and see if I am where I think I am because because you know I love linking places together in this amazing map that I've got like Google Maps uh, twat now map. I'd love to see your mental I'd love to see your mental map written down but anyway yeah carry on <laughs> I, thought, oh, I can link those two together so I ran up the first hill and I was like oh this feels good and I was yeah. a little bit over the top so now I was just like hey my knee's not that sore and I got in a bit of a like flow state as I was going down this little hill I was like oh it's not even hurting I could probably go to the bottom of that next hill which means I could even go up to old man at Coniston and then by the time I got up there it was an absolute stunner of a day there was a family yeah. having some uh you know all together and I took their photo for them because they were fannying around with you know like timers on their phones and that then someone took a lovely shot of me in my uh stood on the hill and I was like oh it's been all right you're in your Ron Hill head to toe Ron Hill yeah. outfit my Ron to my Ron, <laughs> my Ron Hill modeling uh your Ron toe yeah let's not even yeah we could go into that let's not let's leave that alone <laughs> Charlie's Ron toe yeah <laughs> sorry carry on <laughs> and then I headed back down and my knees started going oh yeah you're not 100% yet so I just had a little hike did, did a bit of clambering and had a nice time and I thought I had texted you hadn't I I texted you saying oh, I'm gonna go on and do a bit but there's no, no reception, reception. No, yeah no reception
Oh, it was totally fine. It was totally fine. It was just, uh, it was just, and then I, I, I was worried because then you came back. We saw you in the binoculars <laughs> coming <laughs> back across the fields, and I couldn't tell. Like it looked like your head was down a bit, yeah. and I was a bit like, "Oh no!" Is like, is he, <laughs> he hurt his knee more? And he look, it looked a little bit like the, you know, the picture, <laughs> the yeah, the picture of you. Uh, it was oh no, no, actually, it was more how Rach described seeing you at CRZ now. <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's not, he's not hurt himself. But no, you were just, uh, you were just protecting the old, protecting the knee. Very sensible. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And then I got back and I saw your shoes drying on a rock, which made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We went for a nice run in Scotland a few weeks ago at Easter, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, you came up and joined us for a bit. It was really nice. You and we we went off to uh, Corserine in the in the Galloway Hills. Very which nice. I'm nice. Sort of like tempted not to say too much about because they're like a little secret, aren't they? Like there's no one there. They're right. like they're a bit like the Lake District, but more isolated and remote and. Mm. But yeah, like massively recommend running running up there. It was brilliant, wasn't it? It was like just nice hills, great views, good Lovely. weather. And you gave me a great adventure as well, didn't you? Two great adventures. One yeah, yeah. The, one into the sea, and then one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, one, yeah. one one up a hill. That's it. Yeah. So where we're staying, where we were staying, has like a it's like a big bay that's like a it's like a mud flat, really. So when the tide goes out, it goes out, out quite so you can swim. There's a nice beach and everything, but then the tide goes to a certain point. Uh, and then it's it's flat. So it takes then like, you know. So anyway, I think you walked about a kilometre, didn't you? The tide goes out and you, you, you know, you thought the sea was deep enough. And we we're like, Charlie, you know, it, it does like you have to walk quite far. But I didn't realise how far. And you walked about a kilometre until you could swim. And then you swam and it was absolutely freezing cold. And I swear it's the worst time of year, the coldest time of year to swim in, in the Irish Sea as well. April, for some reason, it gets really cold. So I was quite impressed that you swam just like at all. But then you had a kilometre to walk back. <laughs> and by the time you arrived back at where we were staying, you like, you know, we needed like what? We got your hot water bottle. <laughs> I, I was shivering for about an hour, wasn't I? It was just so funny because you said to me, like, red rag to a bull sort of thing is, you know, I wonder how far it would be before you, or something like, you'll have to go yeah. quite far till you can swim. And it was only about 10 metres, 15 metres in, it gets to, like, my knees. But then it just never, it never really got much higher for about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was walking into the water. The second, so this year there's been two, because we were looking at, we were looking at you and worrying about you, like with the binoculars then as well. So it's like, it's becoming a recurring theme. <laughs> just like, yeah, checking Charlie's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the vent. And then obviously I went back to get your trainers and you you yeah. said oh, you could even hike up a bivy on Merrick. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think you said Merrick, but I ended up going up one of the core bits and yeah. had my first bivy experience, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, looked amazing. Yeah, you had a really nice evening for it as well, didn't you? And uh, yeah, 
just yeah, what a nice thing to do. I love this idea that get people give you that, yeah, you you get in your bivy, you get in your sleeping bag, and you look up at the stars. I got in my sleeping bag. I saw the Big Dipper. It's, I swear that they're the only stars I ever see when I look at the sky. I just saw the Big yeah, Dipper. Yeah, yeah. I went, oh, it's a Big Dipper. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I have to move my cold face around <laughs> in order to see anything else. And I was like, I'm in a comfy position. So I just sort of like tuck myself in like a little uh, snug as a bug in a rug. <laughs> and I just like fell asleep on the hillside of... Ah, oh, I wish I could remember the name now. Ben Ben Yellery. What a lovely yeah. name for the first place to sleep in a bivy bag. And uh, I slept on the hillside and I woke up in the morning, had my porridge mix, uh, chocolatey porridge, and I saw the sunrise. So there have been a few, haven't there? There have been a few little silver linings in my uh, injury. You, you probably wouldn't have done if your knee was fine. We'd have gone and had, like, the day before, we'd have gone and done a session, wouldn't we? We'd have been like, all oh, right, let's, like, let's go and really smash up Corserine, like, three times or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, you wouldn't have gone and done, like, a massive, massive long hike the next two days with a bivy and, you know, so it is definitely silver linings and to being show, injured. She's like, you know, you can go and do other stuff. Although to show what a dickhead my knee is, it then was <laughs> sore hiking back down off the mountain. And uh, I had, basically, I had a 16-mile <laughs> flat hike <laughs> all along the, what was that path called? It was really the nice. Southern Upland Way. Southern Upland Way. And I think if you had me on binocular cam, there's some mental health over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. But you're pretty chipper. By the time you finished, you seem to be in a good place about it. Oh, and it doesn't seem to have done too much lasting damage, has it? Like you've been, you've been yeah. running a bit and cycling a bit and. Yeah. It seems to be on the on the mend, touch wood, does it? I, I think so. I think it's on the mend, yeah. yeah. I, I We're going to talk about Fairfield today, and I have a feeling that yeah. I'm going to have to move my fell running role from actual runner to just podcast commentator. It's going to be more me this year, I think, yeah. as I step Well, the podcast, already the podcast is turning into like the saga of Charlie's knee, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, I hope, I hope when I listen to the intro for this that you do yourself. I hope you get a nice long segment about. What do you think? I was thinking this was the intro, so I didn't have to do a long. Oh, okay. yeah. Although, yeah, set it to some classical music, and uh, <laughs> we go. <laughs> Bit of the old moonlight sonata again. <laughs> but no, it's in a better place than that. It's not quite, <laughs> not no. quite moonlight sonata, is it? For the fans. <clears throat> I've had a knee injury. Injuries are shit. Don't get injured. If you do get injured, make sure you've got some nice friends, some other hobbies. You try and do some cross training or maybe some hiking. Try and keep your chin up. One day, it'll all be over. Maybe get some medical help as well. Your other option is to start a podcast and whinge about it on that luckily for me mine hasn't been terrible it's allowed me to run every now and then um, but it particularly hasn't liked downhills 
I've dealt this with this by going into dark mode on Strava, um, rubbing my own thigh muscle with my hands, or shooting it with a massage gun. Imagine that's the uh, the term you use for using a massage gun, um, and doing lots of single leg sit to stands, single leg dips, and really getting to know the square box at the gym. No, it's a bit of a, a bit a bit a bit of a better place. I was a bit I was a bit FOMO'd up yesterday when it was Tiger's Trail. I'd entered that one. Yeah. I couldn't get involved yeah. in that. But um yeah. me too. Well I missed it as well. It would have been yeah. an epic battle between That's Yeah. Yeah. We haven't actually raced head to head for a for a very long time, have we? No, you you probably would say two turtle doves. Two turtle doves, yeah. Last time, wasn't it? Yeah. So not this year, twenty twenty three. We've not got. We had. We had. I think like five or six races last year, didn't we? Yeah. I think together. Let's stay on this subject. I think I know who the winner is. So let's. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> well, I know. I know who the winner should have been. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think like I don't feel like actually. Although I, I, I finished ahead of you in one more race. I think. Okay. But it was like, or was it like, yeah, it might have been a draw. Actually, mm. was it not a draw? Okay, we'll go through Burbage Skyline. Baker. You finished ahead of me. Was that our first meetup? No, Tigger Tigger Tour. Did you do Tigger Tour oh, that year? Tet to Tet. Yes, I did. I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You I did. did, and you weren't in a good place there. I was like, in a bad place. You bad were place. A good few places behind where you should have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Baker started That's... the year wrong with Tigger Tour and Burbage. I was flying around Haversage, wasn't I? Well, we had before we had Tigger Tour, and then we had um Gisborough Gisborough another di- another disaster for Bart Shaw okay. oh, uh, you're uh, to inspire me aren't you? you you could I feel you've been running really well the last while so maybe it's all about starting your year badly maybe it is yeah Gisborough was an absolute honestly I went totally backwards in that one that was uh and I've been training quite hard as well so it was a bit like unexpected but anyway it happens sometimes doesn't it yeah. And then Lower Borrowdale, Lower Borrowdale, I think was like actually, I think you had you had a really quite good race there. I think. Oh yeah. And sure. Mine was going okay. Yeah. A bit like I was being a bit conservative after blowing up at Gisborough. Yeah. And then I went, and then I made a made a uh, a nav error. I went the wrong way down a hill and lost like 20, 30 places. And I, so, didn't, I didn't make an error at the actual race. Just went you, to, yeah, on. it's just on the recce. <laughs> okay, <laughs> when you want to make your nav errors. So now you went three nil up. No, and then it was Burbage. So you went four, four. You were four nil. Yeah, Burbage. You was four, four nil up. Yeah, you and were like next meet Sierra and L. And then the next one was Buckton. <laughs> I won the hill. 
Yeah. <laughs> the one you won the first half of the hill. <laughs> you definitely weren't first. You definitely weren't first on the top of the hill. I, I, had a patient today, I had a patient today and she told me that, uh, I think she probably had sciatica from the sounds of it, but she told me she started getting uh, a numb leg on the... Uh, doing incline walks on the treadmill and I was just like, ah, bucked and pie. <laughs> Not long lasting for me, that one. Um, yeah, okay, so Buckton, yeah. So now what's that made it now? Is that 4-1? That's 4-1. Oh, trying to remember what was after Buckton. Did we do another one? I did the old did crack do... round, but you didn't. I didn't do that one. Did you do um, did you do uh, the damn flask relays? Yeah, that was... A, that was that would have been another one with the binoculars out. I wasn't happy running on the road there. <laughs> yeah. I think I got there about five minutes before the race after a long day at work. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know whether that one quite counts because it's like a relay, isn't it? But yeah, I don't know how that one was for us. Yeah. Maybe we'll leave that. Okay. We'll leave that one. Uh, what was next then? Cierzi now? Yeah. Yeah. Or two. I think we've done it. I can't remember. And they, then there was... Yeah, Denal, Percy Pud were both yours. Yeah. Uh, I think that's... Little Doves. Two Little Doves, yeah. Mm. So you've equalised a four-all. Equalised. It depends whether you count Danflas then, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll probably stop boring the listeners. But <laughs> <we're> <laughs> yeah, it's good for us, though. <laughs> great. It's good for us. We'll play this back. <laughs> You're like, who, who can I... I'm trying to think of some, like famous football match where someone goes you were like oh, i'm not gonna know i'm not gonna do that one no please do no 2000 no for my own i for my own i can't it would hurt me too much to think about 2005 and you being ac milan uh i'm gonna go with do you remember there was a game in the premier league when tottenham went 3-0 up with 3-0 up at half time mm-hmm. against United and then lost 5-3 but actually That's it's quite I... funny because didn't one time I send you the Kevin Keegan I'd love it if you if I would beat them video and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the day before that was it and do you know what I swear you sent that to me like before Buckton or something like that when you were 4-0 up <laughs> <laughs> and that got me going <laughs> oh yeah ah there you go that's amazing. But yeah. To be fair, you should have won. You should have. You should have won those ones. I think it was more like some some bad luck on your part and some maybe some some pacing decisions. <laughs> oh, well, very you good. Well, you're very kind. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Well, so yeah, Fairfield. Fairfield. Should we talk about Fairfield? I've had a little look over the names of the races. Most likely, I've saw, seen a guy called Aston Martin. Brilliant. Brilliant. I you do think that. that's his real name? Yeah, he's on Power of 10. Is he? Brilliant. Well, big shout out to Aston Martin then. Right, when you type in Aston Martin Power of 10, you get a real wide range of websites. <laughs> um, yeah, but big shout out to Aston coming all the way up from Norwich. Norwich yeah. Road Runners, he is. So I yeah. hope he has a good time. Did you um, say Norwich Hill Runners? Road. Road, yeah. I was going to say that makes more sense. 
then Hill Runners, Norwich Hill Runners would be an inch. That'd be like quite an ironic name for a club. This other one made me intrigued as well. There's a, there's a guy running for a club called Hode Hill. I've never heard of Hode Hill. Just going to do a quick Google. Have you heard? Yeah. No, I've not heard of Hode Hill. Hode Hill Harriers. They're in. They're from Ulverston. So he's oh. the Lakesman, and he yeah, yeah. that much that he's entered twice. So there's two Pete Davisons from Hode Hill. I'm sure it's just an error on the uh, the website, but I was like, well, <laughs> that guy's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> two doppelgangers, yeah. <laughs> identical twins. <laughs> and then there's, Pete. Of course, there's of course James Corden, uh, which is just yeah, I can't really see the most famous James Corden running down Fairfield, but you never know. No, you never know. You never know. The, 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 I'm just trying to think. Has there been... I'm sure I've heard of some, like... There's the Bruce Dickinson of... story. The guy from Iron Maiden, he ran the... Oh, the guy... The guide's... Right. I think he ran one of the really famous... He might have done Burnsell. Right, yeah, yeah. And it was like a wedding or something, a weekend, and they were up there, and they're the lead singer of Iron Maiden, Bruce Dickinson, decided to do Burnsell. And then I think, then you start thinking, oh, he actually is a fell runner, <laughs> like, all yeah. the time. Because he's yeah. just, like, getting back from, you know, live in Rio or whatever. And he's like, oh, do you reckon I could fit in a little? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little cheeky. <laughs> That's the best. And then, like, the Brownleys have done, like, well, they've done loads of fell races, haven't they? But they're yeah. a bit, that's a bit different. They're not like, they're sort because they're sort of famous for, you know, at least Athletic. a third of their fame comes from running, doesn't it? <laughs> Very good. I like what we've done there. Um, yeah, any other famous people? There's your mate Ronnie O'Sullivan, who you didn't speak to in um, Marmaduke's the other yeah. week. Yeah, I bottled it. I bottled it slash had like... Respect. Uh, um, respect for, well, not respect, yeah, respect and like, I don't know. I wouldn't like to be bothered by random people saying, <laughs> oh, you're Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> Wherever I was, but I'd be happy to be bothered by you if I was in a cafe. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, the closest I've got to that is I saw Rick Mail in a cafe and I think I'm still sad I didn't speak to him because apparently he does think he used to do things like lick people's face and stuff if they went to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man's a legend, but yeah. No, okay. Yeah, I can't think of any more famous people heading into the fells, but there's there's an opportunity there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should actually do some research one time and and uh, and find out. But if can you imagine if it is actually you know the 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 Hollywood James Corden? Yeah, that'd be quite a turn up for the books, wouldn't it? It would be quite special. There with a camera team <laughs> doing, doing his karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. That what he does. Have I got the right person? <laughs> you have, yeah. He does carpool karaoke, which obviously carpool karaoke. That's it. We encourage carpooling. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And actually, I think it might even be on the entry, like on the criteria for Fairfield, is you've got a carpool to go to the, uh, to get onto the race car park, haven't you? So that's a really nice little link we've made there. I might as well be one of the. Uh, one of the green runners there my yeah founded it yeah um and then yeah i guess we go on to i guess we go on to who 
who we think might win it, do we? Or do we have you have you got much knowledge of the course? But No, I've not wrecked it. I've never so raced why it did before. we wreck Dudden like ages before Dudden and then <laughs> not Well, wreck Fairfield? I I I still stand by that decision because I think I don't want to say because I don't want to jinx it and then like there's going to be it's really claggy at Fairfield when I get lost, Mm -hmm. which is always possible. Yep. But I'd say I if you if you had a day. To go and recce one of the two races, you'd want to go and recce Dudden. Yeah. Because I think it's just a bit more complex and a bit more like hard. The navigation's a bit harder. Do Yeah. you know what? That's yeah. It, and if the clag was down, then it it tends to, you know, from my understanding, it can like, you know, people do go quite badly wrong on it. And I'm taking that, oh, do I like was it? Yeah. So yeah. So I think that I think I th I think that's that was a a, a a sensible decision. But um, yeah, you never know. Maybe you'll get lost on Fairfield. But it's a you know it's a horseshoe, isn't it? It's like a bit easier to work out where you're going. It's a bit shorter, so the field won't be quite as spread out as well. true okay because i've actually had a listener get in touch um Yeah. <laughs> this is a caroline smith who wrote in saying that she wreckied fairfield horseshoe on monday with her friend jeff and made Yeah. the mistake <laughs> of running the wrong way off fairfield onto the wrong bleep ridge and only realized once they hit sent sunday crag and the ultimate Oh my God, yeah. You definitely know. So that bit, that bit is on, like, that's the Hodgson's route, isn't it? From Fairfield to St Sunday Crag. Yeah. And the, the bit in between that is Kofa Pike. Yeah. And that's quite a... Uh, uh, You know, I, I, yeah, you'd know if you were on Kofa Pike. <laughs> it's it's quite scrambly, isn't it? So to make her feel better, please can we find out how many other people have made the same mistake? So uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if any listeners have ended up on St Sunday's Crag on their recce's or or racing Fairfield Horseshoe, please. <laughs> Please get in touch. That would be lovely to hear. If not, at least, you know, at least that's been done in a recce and that's not been done in the Yeah, race. absolutely. Yeah. And and at least she went to the right fairfield. yeah. And Um she didn't, she didn't go uh, down into Patterdale, which is good. yeah, 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 absolutely. Um Yeah. she was in the right, you know, the right valley to start with. Like you say, it's better to make mistakes, better to make that sort of mistake wrecking, isn't it? So yeah, so so fairfield, I kind of feel I know bits of. Um I'm sure I've walked it in the past. as a kid as well it's quite a classic uh, hill walk isn't it fairfield horseshoe and then it's got bits of it was like um uh like little bits of it so you know Hod the hodgson's sort of coincides with it but going the opposite way uh there was like um one of the fell relays when it was in grasmere remember Yeah. that one yeah that that the the final leg 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 four that I was on did a little bit of the same Okay. a little bit of the same route so I sort of like yeah I don't know so I think it's basically like a really steep start Mm well -hmm. not really steep but like a steep start and then a long 
sort of slightly more gradual climb to the top of Fairfield and then a bit like sort of undulating is it to Hartcrag? Okay. And then a long descent um that's meant to be quite quite good, quite good fun. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Is there a chance of you racing, Charlie? I don't know. I, okay. I, I I'm not I'm not holding up too much hope. I can run on the flat. <laughs> I can yeah. enjoy the park run. Um so that's what this this I'm hoping what I'll do is pull out of the race refocus this podcast all on park runs in and around Sheffield, lose about 250 of the listeners and, uh, yeah, go very niche. <laughs> I, do, do you know what? I think, you'd, I think you'd gain more listeners than you'd lose. <laughs> <laughs> think about like how many people do park runs compared to how many people bell race. Yeah, I don't know what I'm bringing to... Well, either, but I do know what is coming to Fairfield, and that is the champions of last year's yeah. L. So Both on the start list, are they? Yes, Russell, Elkington, Black. Yeah, interesting, interesting times. Because if you look at the top three from each last race, you had yeah. yeah. Cartwright, Richard. I'm glad you've done this research, by the way, because uh, I've got it open on my computer, but I haven't started looking at it yet. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, Billy. Of course, and... down at Longman, Williams, yeah. Jackson, yeah. Wilkinson. They're, yeah. all at, they're all at Fairfield. Okay. You've got, so... yeah, you've got a strong field at Fairfield. It's more than a, so fair, should, it's a strong field. Yeah, yeah. Should be quite tasty. Difficult to call, isn't it? It's easy to call. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I think uh, I've had someone also contact me. Dan Howe's going to win best hair. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't has he done anything? Has he done anything special with his hair? He's just growing it out a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah it looks good. Yeah, we're really pleased with it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm very excited to see that. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a hot tip. Yeah. Um, yeah. It no, it could it could be quite tasty, really, between those all of those, really. I mean, very interesting to see how Hannah Russell is running up, a, you know, defending her yeah. championship. And yeah, we saw her descend at Buckden, didn't we? But that was yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really good descender. And then I think, I don't know if Chris Richards was fully, fully match fit going into Long Mind. I understand that he's had a bit of an injury. So that was a little bit of a like. Yeah. I don't know if there was more to come from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't underestimate Cartwright. No. And then you, and then I've not even mentioned the the the, the fell champ. So yeah, it's pretty interesting there. Um, and you know, I think the women's is going to be interesting too. Very different tests, aren't they? Fairfield to Longmind. So, yeah, right. My my impression of Fairfield is that it's like rough, but in a slightly different. Like I think there's like reasonable paths for for quite a lot of Fairfield. Well, yeah. like there'll be some fast running at least. 
on like quite a bit of it. I guess there was some fast running in the first bit of Ron Min, wasn't there? But but then it just became like a sort of and also there's this thing, isn't there, about like multiple downhills. And actually that can there's like some research that shows that in race, particularly like, like long races, like really long races with lots of ups and downs, it's like it's much harder to call. Like the fastest runners don't often win, whereas like Fairfield is basically like up and down. There's a little bit of up, there's a little bit of undulation near the top, but it's essentially you know just up a big hill and then down a big hill. And so not having those repeated downhills where your legs are a little bit you know fatigued or the like the muscles are damaged and so you might not be as efficient up the up the next hill or or whatever i think it should like you know you'd expect to see the kind of like fastest runners yeah. probably doing well i don't know yeah okay that's interesting so i mean i'm not going to really call anything on it but it was nice to just read out the names of those people who are going to be battling it out at the top um yeah I- I think they're all in good form as well. So most of them are doing pretty, pretty good things on their, you know, local races and yeah, uh, you know, picking up picking up a lot of wins. So they're going in with with a bit of form. It's going to be an interesting one. Who did they all do the British um, one in Northern Ireland? The more is it the more Marauder? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I know Billy won that. I think Billy won, didn't he? Yeah. Nick Nick won the ladies. So that was a nice yeah. one. For yeah, yeah. Those two. So, yeah, maybe a sign of good form. Surprise package in third. So it'd be an interesting one to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then who was Finley Grant fourth? He was up around there, wasn't he? Because he he's been learning off me, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah I saw that on Strava. <laughs> I saw. Yeah. It's the only the the, the thing I think is probably inspired by you. I suspect. Yeah. I suspect he listens to the podcast. Hi, Finley. Hi, Finley. With, with, with all your running. Yeah. Uh, but I suspect he listened to the podcast and thought, ah, oh, you know, that sounds like a really good tactic. Leaving your dibber behind in your airbnb where you're staying and then having to run back for it but i think he got back in time for the start of the race didn't he and didn't didn't start near the back yeah were you talking about morn or are you talking about no we were talking about um fairfield and Uh like the who was who was who was uh likely to do well yeah yeah, it was. I think Nick Barber did a very good job of that, didn't he? Giving a little bit of a a beef, beefing up of of the races and uh, yeah, yeah, time. definitely. So how definitely. do we think Nick Barber's going to do? Because he's back. He's racing it. He's back. He's back. Didn't he? Didn't he do Lower Borrowdale last year as well? Was that just before he stopped? Yeah, maybe. maybe, but did all right at that. Maybe not as normal, but. I've checked for Todmorden's Nick Barber and he's not racing. So oh, was, okay. So there's only one. Yeah, because well, I, I hope he does. Nick Barber would beat Nick Barber, but I wasn't actually going to specialise in saying which Nick Barber was going to beat the other Nick Barber. <laughs> well, I'll be definitely rooting for 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 Nick. Hope he's hope he's back to back to full fitness. 
I was yeah. going to say, he, he, you know, he's won Dudden in the past, so he has be a good he's one. on the wall of fame next to COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, yeah. <laughs> so he'd definitely be one asking worth asking about Dudden. You'd be loving that, wouldn't you? Like as a sort of pub quiz question, uh, what do yeah? yeah. Who was the who's the official winner of um, Dudden Fell Race in twenty twenty? Yeah, who's been on a trophy with COVID nineteen? There's quite a nice list there of people who've who've had that had that accolade. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you, I, I think out of the vet forties, but I've I've got you, I've got you high on my list on my little scorecard. I think. Uh, are you feeling? Are you want, going into it? Where do you reckon? And then I'll give you where I think I'll, I'll be. Fourth. <laughs> Which will be... Oh, mate. <laughs> delusional. Absolutely delusional. No, no, I think, I think, I was just going to say before we cut off, I think somewhere between 15th and 25th would be my expectation. Reel off, reel off the ones that are going to beat you. Oh, I mean, are we including all the vets in this? Because, like... Yep. Carl Gray, yeah, be like about a million miles ahead. Ollie Johnson, is he on the list? I think he is. Yeah, I think he's doing the the Felsman, isn't he? Ollie Johnson. So I don't know whether that maybe will, on the same you know, day. He might do them both just because he's that yeah, ultra fantastic. That's it. He's good, good <laughs> enough, isn't it, to recover from that? Then who else is there? There's like people like Steve Hebblethwaite, Carl Bell, yeah. Uh, Matt Roberts, um, um, and they're all thinking there's Bart Shaw from Top of the AC. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely not. They're definitely not. I mean, they'll be like. I was just thinking, like, who are uh, Will Boothman? He'll he'll be well ahead of me, I'm sure. Uh, do you know what, Tom, Tommy B? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. I'll be interested to see how. I reckon. Tom's on Tom's on good form, isn't he? And he did. I think he did really well at Long Mend. He did. I'm trying to look at where where did he finish at Long Mend? Was it like he was up there? Yeah, he was. He was up there, probably like maybe maybe just outside the top ten vet forties. Yeah. And there's like other people who are who like someone like Ben Tetler. He's really good, isn't he? Glossop. Is he Glossop Dale? I, I yeah, there's plenty. Like there's plenty of very, very fit, forty-year-olds uh, and fifty-year-olds that all that all finish in front of me. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Uh, um, yeah, and uh, see how Rob Rob Greenwood does as well, because I think Rob's rating as well. And do you know what, Rob's a bit of a dark horse. I don't know, but I don't think Rob's forty yet, though. I think he's in. I'm probably doing him a disservice. He's probably mid thirties, isn't he? Maybe like. You and Steve sort of age. Yeah, okay. yeah. we'll see how, see how uh, he does. Um, yeah, Collins from our club's doing it. He's running well, isn't he? Yeah, true. Um, He's not going to challenge you in about 40, so but I mean, I don't know. Beat me at Gisbert by some distance. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think I think you're uh, all listeners. 
this is Bart Shaw talking himself down. I don't think it is. I think this is Bart Shaw. Not, not for anyone else but yourself. I think it's your way of. I think it's your way of preparing yourself. I don't think. I think it's Remember just. Remember that day like, when you won Blackamoor, and I said, "Don't talk yourself down here, boy. You just go out and win this race, and then you won it." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's, there's a difference, isn't it, between. There's no like, difference. Uh, between Blackamoor is a great race. Race. Difference between that and like doing the English champs, isn't there? No, uh, no, I don't think I'll be. I don't think I'll be in the like. I'll be. I'll be amazed. I'll be absolutely over the moon if I was in a in the top ten. We digressed a little. I think. What can we give our listeners that they're going to gain from this preview of Fairfield? Not a lot. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> what are they going to get? Going to get um, uh, a very vague impression of what the course might be like that we don't really yeah. know because neither of us have done it. There's a hill. There's a hill. <laughs> They're going to get like there's like a slight. Yeah, there's a hill. We know there's a hill. There's a hill. Uh, you need a, a map and a compass. You need a map and a compass and uh, tape seams. Tape seams. Uh, and you should carpool to get to the start with yeah. or without. James Corden. Abiyoki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll get some very ill-researched, poorly researched <laughs> uh, <laughs> betting tips. <laughs> I've been challenged to... What, 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 oh, there's a really great guy. He messages me a bit. Um, <laughs> Alex Fowler was trying to, trying to push me. He was sort of like... Um, didn't he say something like he wants me to go off and <laughs> be at the front for the first mile? <laughs> Just like. Oh. I mean, yeah, you could do. You could do. I don't think I could, to be honest. I'll give you a fiver if you can get to the base of the first climb. 0.8 minutes. 0.8 miles. There you go, listeners. 0.8 miles in. There's a sharp left turn. Yeah. If you see me leading... A, I've actually started the race, which I'm not even sure I'm going to. Yeah. And B, I'm due a fiver from Alex Fowler. So <laughs> it's, this is fivers. A fiver's not to be sniffed at, mate, I think. Not to be sniffed at for my fastest mile. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You should give it a go. <laughs> I think also over a mile, Charlie, I'd 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 say you're I mean, we were, we were talking today, you know, just about one of your Strava course records, holding <laughs> off some very big local names. I reckon you'll be, I reckon you'd be grand. You'll, you'll, you'll win that fiver easily. I think that that Strava description probably sums up and is what a nice note to end on, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like, didn't I go running, lose my jacket in a, hung it my jacket in a tree, which disappeared. And then feeling quite upset by it, ran home to some Enya. <laughs> uh, I can just imagine you doing that. Probably tears <laughs> in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it again, silver linings. If you haven't lost that jacket back in 2016 or whenever it was, and I'm you like, still oh, have, you might not have got your current Ron Hill jacket. Which I'm very proud of because it's lovely to support Ron Hill and the Colombian flag. It just looks so good on you as well, Charlie. 
It really does. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. If if you are not a sponsored Ron Hill athlete by the end of by the end of this season, I'll be I'll be very surprised. You know what? I've even customized my tracksters um, because they're. I remember working in a school and I got bullied by some 15-year-old girls because I had what they called ankle bashers, which I'd never heard of. But basically, when I sat down, my trousers weren't long enough. So they'd come up to, like, I don't know, the mid-calf. And you could see my socks. Um, So I struggle with the Ron Hills because they're not quite long enough. So if I have the, Mm -hmm. the little hooks under the ankles, which a lot of people really like, if I have them on, they're not a very comfortable trouser. So yeah. I've, I've cut them off. Restrict your range of motion. Yeah, I've cut them off. I've made the, I've, I might put my signature on it. I've cut them off. That and is yeah. Serious innovation. And then <laughs> what was amazing about it, I've heard a lot of people talk about how much they love three quarter length tights. Roll up your Ron Hills. I might just get another pair of Ron Hills. Um, I don't think you need anything else. I'm completely that. We're massively digressing, but I'm I'm with you on three quarter length tights. I just don't see see the point because you can just roll up your normal tights a little bit, and they're three three quarter length. In fact, yeah. I'm you know for the for the benefit of our audio listeners, I'm showing Charlie now. I'm still in my running kit. There you go. Look at that three quarter yeah. length tights. I've got my pajamas rolled up as well. We're just showing each other our legs. Yeah, our 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 beautiful calf muscles. <laughs> yeah, cool. Fairfield, it should be good. Um, really look forward to seeing everybody there. Have yourselves a fine race. Bart, have you got anything to offer to people apart from that? No, I've got absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really enjoyed talking to you, Charlie. Oh, I've enjoyed talking to you. I really hope it's a good race. I think yeah, quite exciting, isn't it? There's, there's a lot of big dogs um, and there are also some underdogs and they're the ones, they're the ones that we look forward to talking about in the review episode. Absolutely. Can't wait. Lovely stuff. Well, everybody, uh, we'll sign out there. It's been good to have me, uh, me old pal Bart on. And actually, on that note, speaking of old friends of the podcast, a big congratulations to Alistair Wood running London Marathon in three hours and 35 minutes. He'd had a bit of a, a bit of a stinker during some of his training. I think he had a few things that got in the way of it. And he's done himself real proud, hasn't he? He's done a really good run, raised a lot of money for muscular dystrophy. Yeah. And did he beat or did he get beaten by a man dressed as a... Um, a can of beer. We, we need to do more research, wouldn't we? All we're going on is there's a photo of him on Tower Bridge. And Danny Bennett. To a man dressed as a pint of London pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, fair play. If you can run 335 or faster or even like reasonably close dressed in like, a, it, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a sort of tight slinky outfit, was it? This, this London pride pint. He'd really gone for it. He had a good frame around it and everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, the wind resistance alone would, you know, surely cost you several seconds. Exactly. Yeah. No, well done, Ali. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Absolutely delighted to see you. You uh, doing so well at London. That's brilliant. 
And I'm sure Mr. Rutherford will be getting up to something this year as well. So uh, in the yeah. meantime, Bart will be battling it out with the Vet 40s at Fairfield. I'm <laughs> up for that, for that coveted 23rd place. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Now to play you out, I've got a couple of things here. I first of all felt a bit bad because Bart had really thought what you know how he'd like to answer the two questions um, that I normally ask people about going for dinner with a fell running legend. He was <laughs> very kind and he talked about basically going with his friends who aren't fell running legends, but lovely one that Bart. And then he picked an absolute belter that I'm going to play you out with. Um, before that, we thought that, you know, me and Bart have done our best to cover Fairfield, but why don't we contact a running genius? Now, there's one voice doing the question and the reply. The question is me, but I've got a computer-generated voice for it. And the responses are from chat. GTP. If I want to do well as a fell runner, will it help me to listen to the On the Backfoot podcast? Great question. As an AI language model, I cannot make personal opinions or recommendations. However, if you are interested in fell running, listening to a podcast like On the Backfoot can provide insight and tips from experienced runners, which may help improve your performance and understanding of the sport. Great to know that ChatGTP rates the pod. And question two. Do you think Finley Wilde will ever guest on On the Back Foot? Oh, that'd be nice. As an AI language model, <laughs> I cannot predict the future actions of individuals. However, if Finley Wilde has an interest in appearing <laughs> on the show and the show's producers invite him, it is possible that he may guest on On the Back Foot. So you're telling me there's a chance. Okay, and now to put all of the fell running coaches in the UK out of business. I want to win Fairfield Horseshoe Fell Race. Can you suggest a race strategy with timings to each checkpoint? I also have massive testicles. As an AI language model, it is not appropriate for me to engage in discussions or provide suggestions related to inappropriate or offensive content. Please refrain from making such comments in the future. As for your question, I can provide a general strategy for the race colon one. Start strong, begin the race with a fast and steady pace to establish a good position in the pack. Two, pace yourself as the race progresses, maintain a steady pace to conserve energy for the more challenging sections of the course. Three, focus on the uphill sections. The Fairfield Horseshoe Fell race has several steep uphill sections. Focus on maintaining a steady pace during these sections and conserve energy for the downhill sections. Four. Make up time on the downhill sections. The race has several technical downhill sections where you can make up time. Take advantage of these sections to gain an advantage over your competitors. Five. Finish strong. As you approach the finish line, increase your pace and finish the race with a burst of speed as for timings to each checkpoint. It would depend on your individual fitness level and running ability. It would be best to consult with a coach or experienced runner to develop a personalized strategy based on your strengths and weaknesses. Good luck to everyone racing on Saturday. 
Hope to see you there. Thank you for supporting the podcast and listening to the end. Don't be afraid to get in touch. If you're not at Fairfield this weekend, then whoever you are, wherever you are, have a great time running. Goodbye and lots of love from on the Bakefoot and the crazy world of AI.